0: So hi there everyone and welcome back to this latest edition of Van Halle Camper Heaven Podcast and I'm thrilled today to be joined by none other than Ben Bennett of Ben's Surf Clinic Fame. If you've been to La Hinch you can't have missed him, you certainly can't have missed his premises, it's right there as you come into the promenade in La Hinch. Welcome Ben. How are you doing, John? I'm really good. Ah, Fantastic. Hey, listen, we're in the middle of January, but it could be the middle of the summer. The the, the surfers and the people on the promenade, on the beach and in the water, they're like ants. What's going on? I
1: I can't believe it, to be honest. We expected there to be a little bit going on today, you know, but mid-January, you wouldn't expect too many. There must have been 50, 60 surfers in the water. We've been flat out in the shop. I, yeah, I was nearly understaffed because we weren't expecting it. But it's great to see people out and about, promenade full, people walking, cycling, surfing.
0: Happy days. Absolutely. And look, you, you, you specialize in, um, in, in, in surfing and surfing lessons and surfing equipment. Yeah. And I mean, La Hinch itself has styled itself LA Hinch Surf City. I mean, like Bundorn and Tremor and other places might have something to say about that. But how did that come about?
1: Yeah, well, it's kind of been developing over a number of years. Um, um, a good few surf schools have built up. And to be straight up with you, it's the village has done it for us. And the beach has done it. Like the, vill- the beach is set up for beginners. It's an ideal learning beach. And yet there's lots of improver waves and intermediate and advanced waves as well. So it draws the crowd. And by chance, we're one of the few places where we have the prom and the services right beside the surf. Um, so the surf schools are right on the shoreline. The shops, coffee shops, showers, all of that is right here. So it kind of sets itself up for it. Um, and with ourselves in Bundoran and, and, as you mentioned, Tremor, we're probably the three major surf towns in Ireland. So why wouldn't you promote yourself?
0: Absolutely. And look, yeah. surfing, I mean, since I started a few years ago, I mean, surfing itself has just you know taken off. But also, I mean, like to be fair, the has come on in leaps and bounds, lots of improvements and, and, and still ongoing improvements. Well, Tell us about those.
1: Yeah, well, um, for a while there, it was kind of the locals and the golf scene and the holiday scene was kind of going, what's going on with this surf crowd? And they didn't really realise what it could do for both the area and the community. And now they bought into it. We've all bought into it. So... County Council and others have come on board which is great like the lifeguard services have improved they brought in better public toilets and um, we've just had the local the public swimming pool is just being upgraded at the moment that's going to be finished and um, hopefully reopen in March or April so that's that's great for the local kids for learning to swim which then gets them into the water and provides shower facilities too for surfers and people passing through so even the car park facilities and um, the irish open helped as well when the gulf came through you know and um, they did a big clean up around the town a lot of the little lanes that haven't quite been finished off and things so the town itself is looking really well like i remember when i came here first our building was was a derelict building with no roof on it for six or seven years so and and, and,
0: and i don't think you're from these parts ben i mean i I'm, i know that i'm a, a landlubber from the middle of the, the country in leash landlocked Leish. Uh, you, you, you know, you're, you're not a native to La Hinch or Clare, I think.
1: No, I'm a, I'm a Midlander myself. I'm a Kildare man, proud as. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've been on the West Coast for a long time, since West Coast, basically since I finished school. Once uh, once I finished school, back then there wasn't any surf schools. It's funny because people keep telling me surfing has taken off, and uh, I've been hearing that for 25 years now. <laughs> Every year it seems to be getting better and better and more improvements and more people getting involved. But uh, we used to yeah I used to work in adventure centers out in Mayo then up to Bundoran did some time in Cork all over and then about 15 16 years ago we moved to Lahinch and uh haven't left since, really, I love it. Oh, yeah, fantastic. It's a great
0: spot. It is a great spot, and like you said, I mean, there's a lot. There, you, you, there are other surf schools here. We've got John McCarthy down the mm-hmm. promenade, who is, I think, an Irish champion. Ollie Flaherty, who's making a name for himself out in the big waves at Mullock Moor and elsewhere. So, like you know, Le Hinch is they sort of you know has has you know, captured the mood and the essence of it. But uh, I would argue that the the um, the facilities here uh, improved in leaps and bounds because of golf. Uh, and, and the, the toilet block and the showers and the facilities like that but there's still a way to go to respect the value of surfing and what it does for the local economy like uh, there's no showers but say on the beach like you'd find in France or Spain or Portugal you know, to wash off the sand and to, you know, to, to freshen up and um, I, I would suggest that only for yourself like providing uh, hot showers there for surfers you know, there would be a deficit in that regard
1: uh, there is but you know I, I think it's going the right way Do you know what I mean? And obviously, um, like when I set up my own school, the whole idea was to try and provide something slightly different. And like what I was looking at was better quality coaching, better quality equipment uh, and facilities. So having those showers and changing rooms, you know, people like it a little bit easier. There's nothing wrong with a bit of comfort. You know what I mean? If you don't have to be changing out on the edge (laughs) of the road in a force five wind, that's nice, you know? Um, So... That was definitely part of our ethos once we got the building and we could do that. Uh, but I also think the county councils and so on, they're getting it. You know, it's slow. These things are always slow. But it, it's always progressing in the right direction. Um, and there's good vibes. And it's also what people have realized, like today, is a perfect example. Middle of January, there is no beach town in Clare that's busy like here. And it's busy because of the surfing. And, and the locals and the representatives see that. Uh, and that's a great positive.
0: Yeah, well, I see. Look, I would I would even go further and say there's a lot of towns, bigger towns throughout the country who are not as busy as La Hinch is today. And, I mean, it's down to outdoor pursuits, the beach and surfing. I mean, like, you know, I, I it, it's just amazing. And there's all sorts. I mean, I'm a big fan of Randaddy's there, your neighbour sure, beside yeah. you there for the pizzas. Joe's Cafe on the corner, a favourite of mine. Spoonie's here. Oh, man, fish and chips to die for, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And then uh, you've got Vaughn's on the prom just after opening up. They've come in from this scanner where they were based. And Kenny's, my favourite go-to watering hole. I was talking to Kenny Kenny last night, and yeah. he's really looking forward to getting the Whitehurst sessions, the music sessions back going again. And we can all look forward to sort of, you know, things getting back to what we used to call normal.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and those facilities really add to it here, you know. Like, it is... What what I love about it is it's a little village on the coast, you know, right on the surf, and you get everything that you need within that. You know, um, the music sessions. Obviously, Claire is famous for its trad. Uh, Kenny's particularly loves to rock it up, and as you said, that white water session on a Thursday evening, or White Horse session is fantastic. Yeah. Um, look, there's loads to offer, and I think there's that nice mix as well. You've got, you know, your families can come and have their ice creams. Um, and their sandwiches and off they go and if you want nice like fine fish food, seafood now, fawns on the pier or on the prom mm-hmm. is really, really good. You oh, know? You're looking
0: at top class, yeah, top Yeah, really.
1: Ideas. And there's, so there's a really good variety to it. Um, the one thing that can happen is people can kind of get a bit put off, it can get a bit busy, uh, particularly in the summer and things like that. But I think it's worth the struggle. You know, it's such a good place and the vibe is brilliant. And this year, particularly with a lot of camper vans, um the whole kind of sitting out on the prom thing became a big thing this year. Um which has its own issues, but it brought a really nice vibe to the village as oh, well.
0: Okay, well tell me about that because a lot of um as you said, camper vans and camping and that whole outdoor life has really taken off as well in parallel with all sorts of other things. I've got a camper van here myself. We're sitting in our camper van Van Halla studio here looking out in the prom. And I just am astonished that it's not the middle of June in terms of the amount of people are here. But there's only five parking spaces for camper vans, Ben.
1: Yeah. And this before, um, during COVID, what they actually did was they opened up all the bus spaces because there was no buses and uh, no tourist buses. So that really helps, you know. So um, this summer, you know, you could have had 15 to 20 camper vans along the space. Um, it's it's become an issue and we've raised it with you know the county councils, etc uh, and looking how to create more facilities for campervans. Um and yet there's also that kind of there is a negative connotation too. Um What is that? What is that? Well to me there's two types of camper vanners. There's the camper vanner like yourself who comes down, they have respect, they're loving the area, they're travelling around and they're set up the camper van.
0: Spending a few bob.
1: Exactly, they're dropping into the different places you know and then there's the other which is like that rental eight guys fall out of it they've bought cases of beer wherever you buy your cases of beer and you know they don't leave the place like they found it etc and it's more a kind of a beer on tour rather than a we're on tour and enjoying what's in front of us Mm -hmm. um which is a pity because the first group are fantastic you know and and they're great to see and there's we've had families park up here for weekends and just the vibe and the kids out on the street and everything else, skating up and down the prom, uh, it's been fantastic. So it's trying to manage that, um, is tricky. And you know, Le Hinch has a limited space. You see it with the swimmers and the surfers as well, but you see it with parking, you know, the buses want their space, the camper vans want their space, families want their spaces, um, et etc. So that is hard to manage. And I think the count those powers that be are aware of it. But how do you how do you control strike that it? balance? Yeah, exactly, I take I, yeah. I
0: take your point, and there have been you know let's be honest some bad experiences around the country in places like Lahinch and other towns. But I would counter that if you take towns like Cove and Portumna and Dungarvan and others who have put in place you know a, a priority parking for you know, camper vans and motorhomes, maybe even with a modest fee, provide some services, mm-hmm. and then it's managed and it's controlled rather than you know a, a sort of a you know free for all. For and an kind of that an I yeah. thing. because I do think, you know, for a town uh, as popular as, as La Hinge and with the uh, with, with the influx of uh, as a outdoor types, surfers and others, you know, uh, I, I think it, it is, five spaces here is not sufficient. And it really rides me when I see cars parking in the few sure. spaces that are left for motorhomes. Yeah.
1: And, and look, it's it's human nature too. like we have a massive car park to the back of the promenade. Um, and that can often be empty, and people are doing circles around because they want the shortest route to the beach and so on. So, yeah, how do you manage that? It's it's very tricky. Um,
0: it's one for the future. In it terms is, of...
1: and I think that's part of the growing attitude that the more people see that Lahinch is developing and this outdoor life, surfing, etc., is is beneficial those services will come parking being one of them as well as your showers and, and so on yeah, yeah
0: okay and tell me you, you, you i know that um you, with your own uh, service offering here it's it's has surf clinic but you do far more than just uh surfing so tell me a bit about that so what you have? people rocked up to your place what kind of services and facilities can they hope to get because i know that you don't just cater for beginners and first timers and people who want to give it a go but you're also you know geared up to be able to sort of take on the moderate surfer and advance their skill set
1: yeah so um Generally speaking, in Ireland, your basic lesson is, to me, quite basic, uh, and often it's what we call a level one surf instructor who's who's essentially qualified to teach you to catch a wave and stand up. Um, and I just found that quite frustrating because obviously lots of people want to move on, and to me, standing up is the very start of surfing. If you, if you take a basketball analogy, it's like being able to dribble in basketball. You have to be able to dribble well to have a good game, but it's only the start of the game, and surfing is the same you know you can stand up but there's so much more to it yes and so and so many people can achieve it if they start the first bit correctly so we we tend to have level 2 coaches and we're very much about giving as much information guidance even people coming in to rent or buy new boards it's always looking kind of progressive what can you do next this is where you can go how to improve how to improve at whatever level you're at
0: enhance your experience and tell me this i mean it's obvious that they're surfing here the waves are rolling in i slept here last night Mm -hmm. i i I fell asleep to the rockabye of of the waves and i woke up to that which is fantastic to be able to do but there's more than just one surf spot here in the lahinch vicinity could you just take us through those
1: yeah um so looking out from the bay here There's probably about 15 surf breaks from one side of the bay to the other. However, if you come to La Hinch kind of regularly and you're just a basic surfer, you probably only think of the beach. So someone was asking me this week, they said, did you surf much this week? And I said, "Ah, not really. I was kind of looking and they're going, oh, it was really good. I said, well, not if you're fussy and I can be a bit fussy. Okay. Uh, So like some people are looking for six foot barreling waves or eight foot or 10 foot. So. That's here in Lahinch. You know, we have reefs to the left. So we have the main beach break. There's a, a right and a left hand break just opposite um, the Celtic t shirt shop, which what? would be called.
0: What are they, Tom's, they
1: called? It's called Tom's Right. Okay. After Tom from the Lahinch Surf Shop.
0: Which is a great shop and one of the first shops, first surf shops in the whole country. In the country,
1: yeah, exactly. And great folks in there. So Tom was the kind of original guru for yeah. Lahinch. So um, all the locals call that Tom's Right. And then as you move to the left around the bay, you've got the pump house, which is, um, there's an old po- pump line, pipeline mm-hmm. that runs there. And actually what that used to do was draw so- seawater up to a hotel that was based on the top of the hill behind the church. It's, it's gone now, but they used to have um, seawater baths okay. and they used to draw it up. So th- that, that wave there is called pump house. Then on the headland, we have Cornish, mm-hmm. which is a left-hand reef break. Outer Cornish, another reef break. And then when there's two waves inside that, That not too many surf. you have to be very, very good. We have Craig, and then around the corner on huge days, we have a beach called Moy Beach that breaks as well. So that's six waves within 400 meters of where we're looking now. And then there's plenty of other breaks out along the headland. Wow. And over by Liscanner as well, which is unknown to... Anybody but the locals. Yeah, and we talked. So,
0: we talked before Ben about the value of local knowledge, and yeah. I know that. I know that this year you yourself took the plunge, and uh, and went and did some camping in a camper van. Tell us, how, how about how how did that set up, and where did you go?
1: Yeah, um, just luckily I don't normally take holidays in the summer because we're fairly busy, but it took a few days in August, and went back to one of my old haunts up by Caraniski, in Mayo.
0: And did you hire a camper uh, van? We
1: hired a camper van here from. Um, Van der Lust, the guy's based in Ennis Diamond. Uh So Dave looked after us really well. We put the bikes and the boards on the roof. And I have a family, there's five of us in the family. So we took off, did a night in Linnan, checked out Hamilton's pub there in Linnan, and then went on to a little beach beside Karaniski. A lot of people know Karaniski Beach, Mm -hmm. but actually that wasn't the first beach surfed in Mayo around that area. It used to be Cross Beach, which is a little bit further to the left. So um, we went down there, did a day there with the kids and had a great time. And then, as I told you, my secret little spot, we went for
0: uh, I Reveal a little bit uh, of the secret, come on.
1: There's a lovely little beach by Old Head. So it was lashing rain the next day with no waves. So we went to Old Head Beach uh, outside of Lewisburg and we found a little spot for uh, cliff jumping and sea cave. Swimming through sea caves and so on. Now I can't give away all the details,
0: okay but it's a lovely
1: little spot, and there's an old oak wood there and stuff. Oh wow! So my kids were absolutely chuffed, and um, because they were very disappointed it wasn't surf, but you know, they loved it. It was a real adventure in the lashing rain. Put the gear on, get out, and loved it. And then we did a couple of days in Akal as well.
0: And, and you, had a, you had another adventure there. Tell I us did. about that.
1: <laughs> so, inexperience. We won't tell Dave from Vanderlust yes, about yeah, this. Yeah, inexperience with the camper van. Uh, kind of a rush to get out on the Sunday morning. Anyway, I basically, I buried the camper van in the sand. Um, and to, to my credit, there was two other guys did it just down the road from me at the exact same time. So I wasn't the only eacher. But uh, in fairness, this lovely farmer pulled up with his tractor and uh, he got me out. Um, really quickly, nicest bloke, Sunday morning, put himself out there and uh, obviously he was going to give him a few bob and he wouldn't hear of it and I was going, I'm sure this guy drives up and down here and does this every Sunday but lovely bloke, wouldn't wouldn't hear of taking anything off, just said have a good time and yeah it was lovely. Well yeah. a big
0: shout out to the farmer in Ackle who yeah. Dug deep and dug uh, Ben out of the sand and in his hired camper van. <laughs> and look at Ben, I mean, that's not the first time we've seen that happen. I mean, I've seen it happen in Rosnaula, I've seen it happen in Inch Beach, you know, uh, people getting bogged to the axle on the mm-hmm. beaches. I, it's a bit of a bugbear of mine, uh, cars and vehicles on beaches. Um, it doesn't happen here in Lahinch. I know in other places it's the custom, it's tra- the tradition, there's access, but it, it can be a problem.
1: It can be. Uh... The biggest thing is, it's a bit like when you're going surfing or swimming or sea swimming, is, you know, it's conditions. You have to be aware of what's going on. Things change. It's amazing the amount of people who aren't aware of the tides or that the tide comes in so far. Do you know what I mean? Uh, And they're the things, you know, you hear it all the time, water safety guys or whatever saying, ask the locals, talk to someone, ask the question. I think it's really, really important.
0: Local knowledge.
1: Local knowledge. And just like... I'm obviously in the water an awful lot. We were up in Ackle that time and my son was with me. And the first thing I did was walked over to the local lifeguard. I had read the beach, walked over to the lifeguard, asked him a few questions to make sure my read was correct. He set us up and said, yeah, this is what you want to do. And he was delighted. He was like, it's great you come and ask. You know what I mean? And I have a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. So I think anybody who pulls up somewhere on a beach and you're doing whatever it is you're doing, if, even if it's only picnicking, you still need to ask the question,
0: you know. If you're parking, if parking, you're picnicking, uh, go for a cliff walk. Or exactly. as you say, look at tide and courts, Even here in Lahinch, it can get sketchy from time to time, yeah. can't it?
1: Yeah, completely. And and little things like there's been days here in the summer where there's kiddies and prams and buggies. Tides coming in, tides coming in, And people expect it to stop. We get a little bit of a surge. And they all get washed out of it. We've, wow. had, we've been pulling grannies and buggies and babies up the promenade. And it's just a simple thing to ask the question. Um, so I think it's really important. And it means everybody enjoys it and goes home
0: happy. Far safer. Yeah. Oh, look at that sounds. That sounds fantastic. And look, the uh, hitch is coming on in leaps and bounds. Your business is coming on in leaps and bounds surfing's here to stay camping's here to stay and the great outdoors and look at if this January is anything to go by things are starting to open up there's a bit of optimism in the air Ben what does the year ahead hold for you for Ben surf clinic and Lahinch
1: yeah well that's definitely the case you know we're we're back we're open as always but um we're just delighted to see there's been loads of encouragement I think the last two years has been unusual because everybodys staycations There's a bit of fear that, you know, a lot of people might go away this year. I think people have just opened up to there is so much to see, so much to do in Ireland. Get in the water, enjoy yourselves, get your equipment and get going. So I think the Hinch is only going to benefit from that. Um, All the West Coast is going to benefit from that. And that's great.
0: Also, I've noticed uh, towards the end of the summer this year, remember, ferries run both ways. Mm -hmm. I have met Germans, Italians, Spanish, Austrians here on the promenade with their camper van. So, I mean, if people do go abroad, which they're naturally uh, inclined to do for a bit of sun or whatever it is, sure. I mean, the traffic comes this way as well. So we can look forward to, you know, tourists from the UK and from the from all over Europe again and and that is a nice when we get that mixture of people.
1: Definitely, and they love it when they're here because they get something special, which is and what we really enjoyed the last two years is it's the Irish. You know, it's the people here, and you hear it all the time, and it's a cliche, but it's so true. You know, this the last two years working, it's been a lot of Irish families. Just, it's just easy going, stress free and it's been it's been fantastic. You know, so I think the people here really make it for those coming over as well.
0: Yeah, and I and I mean I, I, I think I just sometimes come down for the excuse to go to Spoonies for the for the fish and chips. $11.95, 1195 Where would you get it? Gourmet fish and chips. And to sit out there al fresco and watch the sunset go down over the scanner. It's fantastic. I'm delighted. Thanks very much, Ben Bennett of Ben Surf Clinic. This is the Vanhaler Camper Heaven podcast. You can find us all the time or anytime on vanhaler.ie. If you're going camping or if you're going surfing or if you're going hiking, make sure you're in the right gear. That's very important and we'll see you down the road. That's it. That's it now from this episode of Van Halle Camper Heaven and our gratitude to Ben Bennett of Ben Surf Clinic for joining us today.
1: Cheers, John. Thank you. Have a good one.